0: Hey there, just wanted to let you know, there could be parts of this episode that are triggering. So I just wanted to inform you before you start listening, it is totally your choice to listen. If it gets too much, please step away and take care of yourself best as you can. And if you're someone who can listen and go back and forth and listen to it in parts, That is totally up to you. I just wanted to make sure I put the disclaimer before you go ahead and listen. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to It Didn't Break Me, a podcast where we have honest and vulnerable conversations around the messy stuff we didn't think we'd come back from, inspiring you to give yourself permission to discover the beauty within the mess and to let go the illusion of perfection. I'm your host, Bianca Keisha Hughes. Hello there and welcome to the It Didn't Break Me podcast. My name is Bianca Keisha Hughes and I am the host of the It Didn't Break Me podcast. This is season three and this is episode 10. You know, that means we have like two more episodes after this before the season's over, right? which is fine. If this is your first time here, welcome, welcome, welcome. And I always love seasons because you can go back and you can listen to all the previous episodes and catch up and not feel like you're missing anything. And if this is not your first time, welcome back. Thank you so much for being here. I want to be really honest with you. When am I not honest? But there are times in life where we get so excited about things. I know I get excited. I love shiny new things and I'm a very creative person. And so we get really excited. We start a new project and then the doubt comes in or the hard part comes in and we question ourselves as, should I really be doing this? Is this the right decision? And I want to encourage you the same thing I do for myself. In those moments, I get quiet. In those moments, I write my fears, my overwhelm, my worries, and all of those things. And then you know what I do? And then I also sit and allow that to pass. And sometimes I talk to people to encourage me. Sometimes I pray, whatever the case may be. But the most important thing I have to remember is this is just a moment. And when you're doing something so amazing challenging and outside of your comfort zone doubt will come in fears will come in but you have to make the choice what are you going to believe and are you going to ride the wave my guest this week knows all too well about what it means to make change and a radical one we are discussing and talking about not only just losing it all but realizing you don't know who you are and what you thought was important, the goals and the dreams are really truly not the essence of you and not the authentic self and what does that mean to then have to change your life? I'm so excited about this conversation. Uh, My guest is dropping so many gems but she is truly deciding to live life on her terms and in a way that's true to who she is through changing her beliefs. My guest this week is Lillian Victoria. Lillian is a founding member and global master coach at the Napoleon Hill Institute and she has a great story to tell. So let's go ahead and get into the conversation. Hello, Lillian, and how are you today? I am
1: so good. Thank you so much for having
0: me today. Uh, It is a pleasure and welcome to the It Didn't Break Me podcast. Um, I like to just get straight into the conversation because I always like to tell people, even though I've done my research about you, I try not to dig too much because I like to be curious just like the person listening for the first time. So let's get into the question. What is something you thought would break you, but it didn't?
1: When I failed. Yeah, I know that's a very broad question, but you know, failure is a very unique experience. And when I failed, I mean like I built my whole life, my whole life into something that I thought I was supposed to do. And when that didn't work out, my marriage, my self identity, my business, what I wanted to do all went down. That's when I hit the breaking point.
0: Wow. Yeah. You said something so true to many of my clients that I did all the things I was supposed to do and I failed. What were the things you were supposed to do in quotation marks that you failed at?
1: Now looking back, I called the life I used to live a resume life. Because mm-hmm. what I thought I was supposed to do, I wanted to think about that. I was living in a belief system that was not mine. It was what other people told of me, right? So when I say resume life, I literally check the box, go to a good school, get a good GPA, get a good job, get married at a certain age, have kids at a certain age, buy a house, like the all American dream, right? And I, I was raised by immigrant family. So it was, Mm -hmm. come here, do your best. And then everything crumbled. And I remember I looked at myself and I was like, what did I do wrong? I felt, I checked everything on the box. I do remember that moment, a moment when I thought like, okay, this is it in life. Meaning I was married and I was supposed to be happily married, but I wasn't. Mm -hmm. Right? And I even asked myself, this is it? This is life? Like, this can't be it. Because that then I was I was in my early 30s. And I I was already thinking, this can't be it. No, there has to be something more. And I'm so grateful for losing everything now. I could look back. It allowed me to really let a part of me die. A belief system, how I look at the world, a perception, and then really step into what I I was born to be in. No, it was not an easy it was one of the most difficult transitions in my life because at that point, you know, I thought about, I was in depression. Mm. I was in very deep depression because I allowed this whole idea of failing, a failure, what's a failure to become my identity.
0: Ooh, that's so key that you allowed that to become what you considered your identity. Right. And so for me, you know, the reason why I do this podcast and the clients I work with, with the perfectionism, like your, I love how you said your your life was a resume. That's another way of looking at I had the perfect life. I, had, I did everything that looked good on the outside. You know, perfectionism, it is a thought system and it is a belief system based on if I do this, I will be okay. Everything will perfect and no one will reject me and I won't fail. But it's like you live this resume and then you fell. So just knowing how deep rooted and how um, the fear of rejection is very big in perfectionism, tell us what that was like when you realized when, you know, you lost the marriage, you lost the home, when things yeah. crumbled in that moment, how did that feel? What were your thoughts?
1: Yeah. Honestly, looking back now, because it's been a while, it's been mm, five years Mm -hmm. as i'm speaking to it looking looking back i pretty much manifested it with the internal because the outsider looked great. right inside i was so unhappy Mm -hmm. i was not happy i was you know i was in a business that i wanted to do but i didn't have the desire i didn't have the purpose i was in the marriage where i didn't feel like it was in harmony with me i just rushed into it because the timing and when i keep asking myself is this really it? This is really it. What what I didn't know at the time because I was living in ignorance was what I was thinking in my mind. And then the more I thought about the negativity of it, the more it came out in my real life. Yeah. So when that all happened, yeah, it was very scary because I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened because this all ties into my childhood as well. You know, one of my biggest fear was to become a single mom,
0: mm. was
1: Um, I was raised by a single mom on government support with two kids that was emotionally and physically unavailable. And I was so afraid of that, that I would think about it all the time and basically came into my real life. So when that all happened, it was a very scary spot because it took me back to what I feared the most. So I was fear driven. I was driven by fear because that was the only thing that I understood to be, which is fear. Because that's how I was programmed, right? So when that happened, naturally, I was like, what is the way out? Because my attitude wasn't great in life. I would Mm. think life is so hard. Why is this happening to me? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Very victim mindset. Why is it me? I never had a dad. I try so hard. And, um, you know, there was a defining moment of, do I want to live or do I want to die? then when I look at my son... That was a moment that I just had this desire that I am not my mom. I am not my past. This is a time for me to rebuild one brick at a time, one step at a time. And that's when the hope and the light um, and everything changed. And really what changed was my attitude in life and what I was focusing on seeing. So instead of waking up and thinking about all the mistakes I've made in my life, so the memory of the past and what has been done to me, mm-hmm. shift in the desire came was to build a better future for myself. And okay. I do it now. And when I do that, what I do is I wake up and then now I'm being defined by the vision of the future. And that's a time, by the way. It wasn't overnight. <laughs> yeah, I was going like, to say. <laughs> so
0: I was going to say, that's you know, kind of where you are, but take us to that point where before you even made that change, how did you get to that point? Because of course, you know one of the things you said this was very traumatic. Um, you know you experienced depression. So, what kind of things did you do not do? Hear people speak into your life that started to get you to this point.
1: I think if I look at one thing that prompted me to get to that point was my very low self esteem, my low self image. Mm. Because one thing I look back with everything that I'm doing, um, my marriage and even the people I work was working with wasn't in harmony. You know, nowadays we hear a lot of people talk about narcissists.
0: Mm -hmm, I hear
1: people talk about that all the time. And Mm -hmm. this is what I have learned because I used to be that person too. He's a narcissist. Like it's so easy to blame, right? Mm -hmm. But it was a reflection of myself. So once I started to love myself and show up more, I started to not allow people like that in my life.
0: What do you mean by it was a reflection about of yourself? Can you tell us a bit more? I allowed
1: that, that to happen because that's all I knew. That's all I knew. I was giving energy to, to other people. But once I started to give energy to develop myself, to work on myself, to love on myself, mm-hmm. my self-respect, my self-confidence came and I started to set that boundary. And I didn't even have to set anymore because I stepped into the I am. And that was mm-hmm. the biggest difference.
0: How did you know it was you, though?
1: self-discovery okay it was definitely self-discovery i work with uh, i have a mentor Mm -hmm. Um, he was bob proctor he passed away over a year ago and he was one of the most successful human potential teachers and he said you know always look at yourself study yourself when you study yourself you're going to understand you know what's going on in the outside and then when you start yourself when you change yourself with the inner growth everything on the outside will start to change and it did yeah. So I, okay. I did ask for help, you know, because when I was at that rock bottom, when I lost everything, I lost a business, I lost a house that was supposed to be, you know, where I was going to spend the rest of my life with, build my family and all that. And when I made that decision that I was going to live, not only that, I was going to rise even higher. Mm -hmm. And I realized that everything that I was doing wasn't working out for me. So I got to change. That's when (laughs) I realized that I need to change because I can't change everyone. I can't change the past. I can't change other people's thinking and what they say.
0: Yeah. I want to, I want to put a little take on that.
1: Yeah. Go for it.
0: To the person who might be thinking, well, it can't be all me. To The person is thinking they did this to me or, you know, this really did happen to me and I didn't ask for it. Um, why would I take responsibility or why would I why would I look at myself? What would you say to that person to because I know sometimes people can hear it in that way. So. Yeah.
1: Life happens for me, for us, not to us. I was molested, sexually molested at a very young age. Mm hmm. And that's when I realized that my voice was taken away and led me into these unhealthy relationships with men.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: So I could sit here and I could kick and I could scream and I could blame the past, which I have done. Mm-hmm. And it's tiring and it's not going to change. But when I have shift that belief system to actually everything happened for me for a reason, and I'm going to step out of it as a hero right? I'm going to rise even higher. I'm taking the power back within me. So even before our conversation, you said, you know, is there any limits? I said, no. But even me talking about this right now took a lot of time for me to work on myself because I realized what my purpose is, is to help people. Mm -hmm. When I was Mm -hmm. going to therapy, you know, it took me maybe a year or two to even be able to open my mouth to talk about it. And I can't even finish Mm it. And that's one thing. I know it's hard, but that is one thing to really embrace, and then and then also embracing the power of gratitude. And trust me, I know that's hard. Because when I was told <laughs> to give grace and give gratitude and give thanks to the people that hurt you, you should have saw my face. I go, what? <laughs> However, by doing so, the person that's benefiting is me, mm-hmm. Not anyone else. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. why, like, getting help is is good because I couldn't nowhere. do it myself it was too easy to stay down and living in that kind of resentment but it's also very beautiful just to live in the state of taking your power back like no this is who i am i'm not going to give my power my energy to anyone that have hurt me actually i'm going to take what i've learned whatever that is and i'm going to maximize it
0: thank you thank you for sharing that And thank you for sharing that vulnerable moment because everyone doesn't always share. So I thank you for sharing about, you know, the trauma you experienced as a child. And also, you know, because like you said, people, uh, you cannot fathom, why would I give grace or why would I be thankful? Like when you're in that, you truly cannot, but I'm grateful that you're here to share the other side. So you said, you know, you were in therapy um what other things helped you along the way to get to where you are today
1: coaching yeah (laughs) okay yeah I always say there's like everyone's going to be at very different stages in life you know Mm -hmm. therapy helped me have a realization of a lot of things therapy helped me realize that I was in a relationship that was domestic violence that I didn't know because I was living in this uh in this bubble if you could call it Mm-hmm. Right. Uh therapy let me understood this inner child in me. Right. So so all of a sudden I have all the self-awareness of why I'm programmed the way I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Coaching helped me change my programming and then the becoming process. And then live that life that I I would love to live for myself. Right. Okay. Maximizing my human potential. And everything came in with the thinking. And the biggest thing I've learned is to get the same results, you use the same thinking. But if you want different results, you got to think differently.
0: Okay. And like I said,
1: when I decided that this was it, like I had to do more in my life, I was Mm -hmm. looking for a radical change. Because there's a lot of fire, there's a lot of anger, there's a lot of desire, all these emotions. You put it together and I was just like, I am going to rise up like a phoenix. Like that's, that's what, that's my mantra that I just kept saying over and over and over. I'm, like, I'm not saying yeah, and I'm going to rise up like a Phoenix and I am going to be the role model of my son. So that was Ooh. a mantra that I had. Okay. That's where the, the change came.
0: And that's when it started to come. So it sounds so powerful. One of my words this year is I am powerful and I am fearless. So it very much reminds me of that. I actually had the image of the phoenix rising up and all of that powerful fire (laughs) so lillian where would you say or how would you describe where you are today because you are just doing a lot of amazing great things but where would you describe where you are today like personally um within yourself Mm
1: -hmm. i'm so grateful for what i have today The, the 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 life i live right now versus five years ago it's dramatically changed I have changed. Even my close friends could see it. A lot of people that are not in harmony with me are not in my life anymore. And I attracted so many more new people in my life. And that's mm-hmm. a part of the growth process. And I'm grateful for what I have, but I'm not satisfied because now I just, I love growing. You know, I have really embraced this whole idea of falling forward. But then fel- I was listening to Napoleon Hill's teaching today this morning, Mm -hmm. just before a call. And he said, when you fail, when you lose money, that only means that there's more for you to learn and grow into. So when I'm thinking about that, right, I'm thinking about my life, I'm thinking about everything that I want even more, like the thinking has, has changed so dramatically in the sense that I am inspired by my goals and my visions. And I will not stop until I get it versus before You know, when I lost everything, when I was told I was a failure, when I was told I was a loser, when I was told all these things Mm -hmm. and I believed it, right? My thinking was so tiny and that's Mm why it led me to that point where, oh, maybe I should not even live because I believed that I was worthless and not worthiness. And that was the biggest change.
0: And it's, it's so important. Like we talked at the beginning, the belief of this is the resume I have to have. And then, you know, also believe in him, you were worthless and how powerful that was. And, you know, it goes back to the choice that we have and then how things are beginning to shift when you made that choice <laughs> to change your beliefs. Yeah. And
1: you just said something that was um, spot on. We have a choice. We all have a choice. Most people, they can't even make a decision. It's, and decisiveness and then it goes into your mind and then there's this mental war zone and they don't want to deal with it so they put it away. Right. So it's really making that decision, that choice, like where do you want to go and start to take inspired action. Today, fast forward, I'm pregnant.
0: Oh, congratulations. me in
1: time I am <laughs> in a very healthy relationship. We talk about everything. I'm so blessed to be in a in a healthy relationship like this. I'm so grateful and I really truly believe you know, God, the universe, whatever you believe, but <laughs> mm-hmm. had put me through what I had went through to smack me up, to be like, no, this is not your life. You got to wake up. And now I'm in a relationship that's in so much harmony that we're able to build and have healthy conversations and everywhere. I live in a house. I lost my house before. Right. Mm-hmm. Manifested at house. You said, you said, we're going to have a family. He's a single dad. I'm a single mom. Our kids Mm -hmm. are the same age. So it's, it worked out beautifully. You know, we live in in this beautiful house where it's like, we're going to grow our family. I see ourselves having a lot of birthday parties here, which we already have. Mm -hmm. Right. And then continue to build on that. So, so now it's, it's, you know, personal life. I have never been happier with all the relationships I have. This is everywhere from work, from personal, from friendship, you know, because I've learned. If I didn't mm-hmm. fall, I didn't learn. Right. And then now and taking everything that I've built in that vision and taking it from I like to call it from good to great. Like let's do more. Let's 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 enjoy the process. Let's have fun. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So now we're not living in the limiting. Because I lived that way. And when I was in the limiting, when I believed it, that sucked all my energy out. And because I gave it so much energy, that's what happened in my life.
0: Mm. it sounds so beautiful and you keep saying this word um harmony um and i know you also talk about alignment so is that the same for you harmony and alignment is that the same yeah okay
1: when you're in a state of feeling good like feeling this feels right it goes to intuition right Mm -hmm. i used to i used my my self-esteem was so low in the past I would say stuff like, I don't trust myself. Like I would talk myself out of my intuition. That was the past. I don't do that anymore. I only listen to intuition.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I know that's not where you are today, but that's so good for someone else to hear, right? Yeah, And and relate to in the sense that they may be also talking themselves out of their intuition. So is harmony for you listening to your intuition? Is that what harmony is for you? Is that how you... Define it.
1: I make decisions based on my intuition. Um, you know, what I want. And I think the biggest thing that allowed me is financial abundance. You know, I mentioned earlier before, one of the biggest things I really believe now, why I lost everything was because I was living in a poverty mindset. You know, on government support, uh, me, my mom and my brother, we lived in a motel for a long time. Right. Mm-hmm. And... And I remember if you asked me before, what's your, what's the thing that you fear the most is become homeless. And that's what basically happened. You know, I don't want to use the word homeless. I say couch surfing. Cause when I lost everything for one whole year, me and my son were just sitting at friend's place, one place another and another, you know, now I'm like, I'm never going through that again. But once I realized, okay, everything is in harmony. I know everything is always working out. I trust my own infinite intelligence, meaning the ideas that I have or inspired mm-hmm. ideas or intuition or inspiration, you know, everything always works out. So when I tie it into finance, I used to make decisions based on the money. Mm-hmm. Now I make decisions based on what I want and then I go create them. So that's the biggest shift. That's the shift into the abundance. Like there's so many opportunities out there, you know. And I'm here to create them. I can't sit back anymore. So yeah, that was the I biggest like lesson learned too. Because I used to feel like when I was in that resume, checking the box, I felt like everything was all checked. I just sit back and I just watch life go by. Instead of being in the forefront trying to create. And Okay, so what do I want next? I see my kids, they're drawing, they keep drawing, they love it. They keep building up and building up. And building up like whatever they do right legos they keep building they want more but that's like that's how life is That should be you keep building and building and building
0: i think i think yeah i would agree because you know as one myself <laughs> i'm committed one of my highest values and most important values shall i say is committed to growth and you know, and it's sometimes hard for some people to keep up. But then I also have people in my life. I also have some other people that, oh my gosh, I'm trying to keep up with you too at the same time. And so I guess sometimes it can, for me, it's frustrating if someone doesn't want to grow because I just don't understand. There's so much we can learn and there's so much, so many different ways we can evolve. And it sounds like you listening to your intuition um, you know what I would also say like your intuition your authentic self connecting to your authentic self has helped you create this life that you truly do want to be in and it's your decision and not this decision of everybody else or what you should in quotation marks should be living like or it should look like you were able to actually make that decision and that is and part of that harmony
1: when you are unapologetically you I was just reading the four agreements yesterday mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I love it. And and I think the second agreement, it says when you make an agreement with yourself, the truth of yourself is gonna break through all barriers. Most people live in lies of what people says of you and they accept that. But to break through that is to be true to you.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, absolutely. And, and
1: accepting that. And that's when the power comes in. You know, have you ever been in a room where a leader or someone comes in, that person doesn't have to speak a thing, but you know this person is calling the shot.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah, you could just okay. tell. Yeah, I noticed them. You know is right away. what I'm talking
1: about. You know this kind that of person. uh confidence and energy that I'm talking about. When you're unapologetically you. It doesn't matter what other people say of you, you know, and we have a choice of who we want to allow in our life mm-hmm. you know, before the old me <laughs> would have been mm-hmm. like hung up. like, oh, that person said this about me. Now it doesn't even bother me. In fact, I teach my kids this whatever they say, it's their problem. It's not my problem. It's not your problem. My kids are uh second, third grade. So, you know, they'll come home and tell me everything. I was like, that's their problem.
0: <laughs> you know, I love that. I love that. And he
1: embraces it because we want to step into us. We're, we are made the way we are for a reason. You know, My purpose and my calling and yours and everyone else's, is, they're going to be a little bit different. And I learned this, you know, God, universe, intuition, whatever you believe it to be.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If you have that vision, that job is meant for you to be there. That.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: your goal. Yeah. That's your purpose. Yeah, because I love that. Fun. Any business. It doesn't have to be. I'm saying this because I, how I was raised was you got to be a doctor, a lawyer, an accountant (laughs) to be successful. I'm breaking that. I'm breaking that paradigm. I'm like, no, you you can be successful in whatever you want to do because then, you know, we strive to achieve, then we're growing constantly.
0: Yeah. When you break those barriers.
1: Yeah. And it's okay to outgrow people, it's okay. Mm -hmm. I realized that when I wasn't outgrowing people, it was because um, I was fear of criticism.
0: Mm. I love as you're sharing, as you're talking. So two things. Um, As you're sharing and you're talking, um, I'm hearing the beliefs that you had and then how they you have changed them and made them into truths. And this is one of the things I always talk about with clients. Like you have to first identify and become aware of what you are believing and then ask yourself, like, is this like, do I really believe I can only be a doctor and lawyer and that's the highest place for success or what is even success for me? And then, you know, giving yourself permission to explore that and just be creative without any barriers and then tap into your truth so that's the part that I always share and always kind of help people with in identifying and then giving them the space to decide that for them so my question then would be to you to someone who's listening and wants to identify that truth or is unsure of what is my intuition how would you guide them in terms of connecting to that?
1: Yeah. Your inner voice. You know, sometimes being silent isn't doing anything. Being silent is actually doing more. It's to really have that me time and really, really just stay focused, but relaxed and allowing myself to listen to myself. And that Mm -hmm. happens usually when you're either meditating when you're going on walks, when you're in nature, when you're in nature, it's the highest form of vibration. It's peace, it's energy, it's it's harmony, it's calmness. I make my big, all my big decisions I make, I'm always on a walk or I go close to the ocean, you know, and it's that inner voice. And, And for those that don't know how to listen to it, take a pen and paper,
0: write a letter
1: to yourself now from your future self. And if you believe in God, let, write a letter from God to you. The answer is always there. And I also want to touch on yeah, yeah, yeah. success, right? You talked about success. And that was a huge shift for me too. I used to think success was the life I lived. You're making a certain income bracket. You're living a certain lifestyle, right? Um, you're running a big company, you know, but that was all outside. Now success to me is living the life that you want on your terms that you love. That was I did not love my life before. Actually I hated it. And it's weird because I'm like I'm like I got everything now, right? That's a now looking back I'm grateful for everything that happened. At the time it was tough and today That's why I'm dedicated to spread this message to people. When you know what you want and you can make that decision with that burning desire of knowing where you're heading towards in life, your success is guaranteed. I say that because my mentor, Bob Proctor, that phrase is what caught my attention. When I was low and I needed help, I was on YouTube. And I saw one of his videos, he's like, you tell me what you want, I'll show you how to get it. Your success is guaranteed. And I go, what? Who says that? (laughs) If you research him, you'll find him talking about that. Bob Bob Proctor, right? Bob Proctor, yeah. Yeah. There is principles. It's all in the mind. You follow it, you understand it, you teach it, self-discovery. It's all there. There's also. Have you heard of a book called Thinking Grow Rich by Napoleon? Yeah, I've heard of it. I would study that. I study that over and over and over and over again. It's called think and grow rich because everything is in your mind. And then when you look at rich, what does rich mean to you? Now is that, that's a whole other way of, it. Yeah. it's not just money, it's the life, right? Yeah,
0: and it's putting it back to connect to yourself, like you were saying, your inner voice and your true self, which brings us back to that harmony, to that alignment and truly living this life. Lillian, this is such a good conversation. You dropped so many good gems um, and I really do appreciate you encouraging everyone and helping them think differently and believe differently. So do you have any final words for the listener that you would like to share?
1: Yeah, your life for everyone that's listening. I know everyone's in different stages of life, but you're always one decision away from making a radical change in life or a complete change in life. Mm. You got to make that decision. Don't be indecisive. Don't put it off because we only live life once. Yes.
0: I love that one decision away from making a radical decision. So my favorite question I always like to ask is, what is something that is messy in your life today?
1: So here's what I've learned. Life is always going to be messy. Mm-hmm. I've learned when you make radical changes, when you're achieving, you know, quantum leap or, or big results, you're always going to be disruptive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The person I am today versus the person I was five years ago is complete change because there is a disruption that happened inside my whole belief system. Mm -hmm. And as I'm growing and as I'm growing, as I'm growing, I'm going to go through a lot of that. A lot of changes are going to happen. So it's not comfortable. And I always remember this, okay? When you're experiencing big growth, there's a book called You Square by Price Potion. Mm-hmm. He says this beautifully. He says, you know, when you're going through these radical changes, it's going to feel like you're in this kitchen, take cooking this dish, but you're in the kitchen. It's like a slather house. Everything is everywhere. Mm-hmm. But the final dish is perfect. It's beautiful and it's tasty. Mm-hmm. So, and when I realized that, I start to be a lot more flexible, flexible like a willow tree. Okay. Because I can't I cannot be in control of everyone. Everything out there. Everyone has their own mind, but I can control myself. Wow. That's the
0: that's it. That's the biggest thing. thank you. Thank you so much. That was powerful. So thank you. where can people find you to shower you with love? Oh, th- I love
1: that. Share with love. I embrace that. So I do have a, um Instagram. It's Lillian Victoria Official. Um, I'm also a founding member with the Napoleon Hills Institute. So you guys could also find me on Lillian at napoleonhillinstitute.com. Okay.
0: Okay, great. Well, that is wonderful. And all of that information that she shared, we also put that in the show notes too. So thank you so much for being on the It Didn't Break Me podcast.
1: Thank
0: you so much. I don't know about you, but like I said, I didn't know all of her details. And when she said she thought that failing would break her, that is like the ultimate of It Didn't Break Me, right? That I create this podcast so that people can find their true selves, do the things that scared them, do the hard things, get out of procrastination, shift out of overthinking so that you can connect to your authentic self and truly embrace your imperfections, authentically be you, and just discover the beauty in the mess. Like her story is just the ultimate And so I don't know about you, and this is totally up to you. You might need to go and listen to it again. I don't know. Um, And maybe not, but I got some stuff out of that. I even think she said to me that confirmed some things personally um, and just... Reinforce the things I have been thinking about. So I really hope that it has done the same for you, or if you're someone wanting to step out and you finally got the courage, or maybe she's just planting a seed for you to listen to her story. And then the next story or the next situation, you will remember her and you will be encouraged. As always, I want to share my takeaways. So my first takeaway is success is living life on your terms, living life on your terms. And, you know, I mentioned the word she talked about a lot was harmony and living life on your terms for me is connecting to your authentic self. This is the work that I do. This is what I help people with when you are struggling with perfectionism. That's why in the clients, in the in the digital products I write, in the posts I write, um, on this podcast, when I speak, I ultimately want to help people to connect to their authentic self. Then you can truly live the life you were desired. Doesn't mean that it's perfect, But it does mean, like she said, it is in harmony with who you truly are and who you've been created to be. So I love that about her. The second thing that I'm taking away is that we, or shall I say you or we or us, are one decision away from a radical change. Just one decision away from a radical change. Change, And it doesn't have to be this big thing that everybody sees, right? It could be a radical change with inside of you in your thinking. A, don't think outside. Think inside. I'm going to challenge you to think inside inside in terms of how you view yourself perhaps you feel you're worthless and now you're shifting to see you're worthy perhaps you feel confident and now you're even feeling even more confident you're seeing what you're even capable of and you know you just continue to break the barriers in your mind and in the glass ceiling right just one decision away from radical change and it does not necessarily mean it is an outside thing most of the time for me I believe this is inside so those are my takeaways I would love to hear your takeaways you can email me tag me um, on Instagram authentically be you email me hello at authentically I would love to hear your takeaways but most importantly Please rate and review the podcast if you've loved what you've heard. And then lastly, share this with somebody. This is how we all change. This is how the world gets better is we share it. And the more you share this podcast and more people listen to it, the more world changes because they start bumping it up on apple Podcasts and spotify so uh i really appreciate you listening and sharing the podcast like she said don't be afraid everyone's got everything that they're meant to do if you've got to share this for someone because this is what you feel like this is what i've got to do in the world go ahead share it don't worry about what they think thank you for listening were you inspired by this story Here are some ways you can shower me and the podcast with your appreciation and support. Follow, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Share the podcast via text with your people, with your tribe. Subscribe to the newsletter where I share my personal stories of discovering the beauty within the mess. And lastly, follow me on Instagram at authenticallybeyou for tips and insights on overcoming perfectionism so you can embrace your imperfections and authentically be you. Thank you so much for listening to the It Didn't Break Me podcast and remember to discover the beauty within the mess.